0: Another episode of Impact Today. My name is Mark Bowling, an evangelist and a teacher of the Word of God. I'm glad you joined me today. Uh, before I get any, go any further, we just want to mention to you our website, impacttoday.tv. Go there, visit us, and there you can see all of these episodes archived on YouTube as well as the podcast, whether it's you use iPhone or Google. Uh, we have it there for you. Avail yourself of this stuff, feed your faith, and starve your doubts to death. I'm excited about today's episode. We're gonna be talking about a subject called healing in mass. Healing in mass, or maybe in masse, I guess if you're French. I found this book. I actually had read a chapter and an excerpt from this book many years ago, and I was like, oh, I wish I could get my hands on this book. And uh, recently I was able to find it online. Uh, this distributor had one used copy. It's Healing in Mass by T.L. Osborne, the late T.L. Osborne. Uh, a thing of beauty. Amen. He was a mighty man of God who actually had an influence on my life. And... Uh, You know, uh, some of the principles that he points out in his book, I'm going to pass on to you. Uh, Recently, uh, you know, this past year, this is, you know, by the time you see this recording, you're going to be into the year uh, 2020. But this past year has been a phenomenal year for us in our miracle festivals. I want you to listen to these numbers here. Large numbers of people have been healed in our outreaches, and I'm going to just put them out there to get you thinking for a second. In our, our festival that we had, these are all different locations, I'm not going to name the locations, but in our festival that we had in the month of March, we had 3,917 people individually testify of being healed by the power of God. We're not talking about there's a large crowd of people and we ask them all to raise their hands and based on the attendance, we estimate how many hands were raised. No, we're talking about, through follow-up, 3,917 people individually testified of being healed by the power of God. In the month of June, at another crusade, there were more than 120,000 people present. And 11,304 people testified of being healed by the power of God. Of all kinds of cases, let that sink in. 11,300 people in one night, in a moment. Hallelujah. Amen. In another place, in the month of September, we had 11,824 people declare they had been healed By the power of God, individually, through people communicating with them. And these are the reports we're receiving. Um, uh, At this other place, 8,000, this was in the month of November, 8,465 people healed by the power of God. At one location, 171 people testified that they had tumors, and now the tumors are gone in a single night. I bring that up to you because I want to challenge you. Do you find this hard to believe? Are you skeptic? Are you skeptical of this? I'll respond to you with the words of Jesus. Jesus said this, "Is Is it easier to say to the paralyzed man, Your sins are forgiven? Or stand up, pick up your mat, and walk? Amen. Which is easier. See, in the mindset of Jesus, it was the same. If you can say, your sins be forgiven you, you can say, take up your bed and walk. Amen. Hallelujah. When people's minds haven't been poisoned by religious tradition, spread by powerless, faithless church, They embrace, now let me just say, a powerless, faithless church, not powerless, faithless church. Church isn't powerless. Church isn't faithless. But there are churches, there are denominations that are powerless, and they're faithless, and they make excuses for their lack of power. And they present a religious version of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it's void of the power of God. Amen. So when people who are not poisoned by this religion hear the gospel of Jesus Christ, they embrace the gospel, expecting the miraculous. Amen. That is normal Christianity, because Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And Jesus Christ has risen from the dead. Therefore, whatever He did when He walked the earth, He still does today. Amen. If we see large numbers of people turning to Christ to experience the forgiveness of sins, then we ought to see these same people turning to Christ, experiencing miracles of healing. For it is written, Psalm 103, do not forget all his benefits. It it begins by saying, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your iniquities who heals all your diseases. All means all. If we can point to Jesus the Savior, we can point to Jesus the Healer. He is no less the Healer than He is the Savior. Because when He died on the cross, He died for our sins, and at the same time, He suffered our diseases. You know, the Bible has many examples of people being healed in mass, large groups of people being healed in one single moment or in a in one occasion. The first big example is the children of Israel in Egypt. There was a huge healing there, huge. In fact, one of the biggest healings, largest healings of all time, because they were up to, you know, different scholars, you know, their opinions vary, but a lot of people believe that the nation of Israel, had gro- the children of Israel, had grown to a nation of about 3 million people as slaves under Egyptian bondage. And when God gave instructions to Moses, you know, he had already began dealing with Pharaoh. Uh, Pharaoh and the gods of Egypt were now being judged by God with all of these plagues. And now they're getting ready to be rescued from their bondage. And so God is giving instructions to Moses about the very first Passover. And listen to these instructions that God gives for the children of Israel. Notice what it says here. It says, this is found in Exodus chapter 12, verse 3, and then we'll read verses 6 and 8. It says this, Every man shall take for himself a lamb. The whole assembly of the congregation of Israel shall kill it. And they shall take some of the blood and put it on the two doorposts and on the lintel of the houses. Then they shall eat the flesh on that night, roasted in fire. Now notice the words, every man, the whole assembly, they, and they. That means everybody. God's intention was for everyone who heard this instruction to believe it to act upon it, and receive the benefits of it. Amen. It was expected that every person believe, that every person act from the on the word from God, not just a few people. Amen. And so they did it. Now notice what it says in verses 27 and 28. It says, So the people, all of them, they bowed their heads and worshipped Then the children of Israel, all of them, went away and did so, just as the Lord had commanded. So they did. What was the result? The result of their faith. The result of them believing the word. Mass faith. Mass mass believing. Mass acting on the word of God. What was the result? Psalm 105 verse 37 says this. He, that is God, also brought them out with silver and gold, and there was none feeble among his tribes. Did you hear that? None feeble among his tribes. Now let that sink in. These people have been slaves for hundreds of years. Generation after generation, they were groaning under, under the, the hardship of this slavery. Forced to make bricks in the hot of the, the heat of the day the hot sun being beaten being you know this was this was bondage this wasn't a nice job they were slaves and the bible says when god brought them forth not one feeble person among them existed that means from little babies to elderly people I mean, you know, people who are not even in slavery, a lot of times, there's sickness. When you have a nation of up to three million people, and yet on this day, when they believed the Word, they acted on it, they put their faith in the Passover, which was a type of the Messiah to come. When they did that, the healing presence of God came upon them. Healing worked through them. And every single one of them were healed in a moment of time. And he brought them out with silver and gold. And there was not even a weak person among all his tribes. Hallelujah. My friend, that is called healing in mass. I'm bringing this up to you because I want you to understand. God wants you healed. He wants everyone healed. When we gather, it should be the exception, not the rule, that someone doesn't get healed. Amen. Because healing belongs to God's people. How about mass healing that took place in the wilderness? You know, on an occasion, we can find it in Numbers chapter 21. Numbers chapter 21. On another occasion when the children of Israel were in the wilderness, now they're walking in the provision of God, they're healthy, they're strong, but there came a time where there was a lack of water, and they're just tired of being in the wilderness. They're in the desert. They're not living in homes. They're living in tents. They began to complain, and they began to speak against God. Well, that opened the door for, the, for destruction to come in. Judgment came. And the snakes, the venomous, the poisonous snakes that were all around in that wilderness, you know, if you have a wilderness where there's no hum, human... uh human settlement, those snakes and those scorpions are going to multiply big time. They're going to be everywhere. And so here they are, this nation of three million people, coming through the wilderness, camping in the wilderness. And all of a sudden, where are all these snakes going? God restrained them. God protected them. But now they're sinning against Almighty God. They're complaining against Him, tempting Him. And thus... He had to turn his face away and judgment fell. And these snakes began infiltrating the camp. And all of a sudden now they're dying. And they, they, they come to their senses and they repent and they approach Moses. Moses, please pray for us. We have sinned against God. We have sinned against you. Please forgive us. And Moses went to God and began to pray And this is what the Lord said. The Lord gave him this instruction. The Lord said to Moses, Make a poisonous serpent and put it on a pole. And it will be that everyone who's bitten, when he looks at it, will live. And Moses made a bronze serpent and put it on a pole. And if a serpent had bitten any man, when he looked at the bronze serpent... He lived. That is found in Numbers chapter 21, verse 8 and 9. Get the picture here. The people have sinned against God. These snakes are coming. They're getting bit. They're dying. They come to Moses. They repent. Moses prays to God on their behalf. And God gives Moses this instruction. Make this bronze serpent an image Of this very poisonous snake that was biting the people. Put it on a pole. Hold it up in the air. And behold, everyone who looks at it. Everyone who sets his gaze upon it. If they've been bitten, if they're sick, if they're dying, they will be healed. And the Bible says that everyone who looked, everyone who believed it, everyone who set their gaze upon that serpent... They were healed. They were free. They were forgiven. They were delivered, and they lived. Praise God. That, my friend, is healing in mass. This didn't happen like, you know, a few here, and then a couple of weeks later, a few there, a couple of weeks later, a few there. No, this is a this is a moment in time. Moses lifts up that serpent. And they're, they're in pain. They have to take their eyes off the pain. And they have to look. They have to take their eyes off the problem. And they look at that pole with the snake. And that snake was a type of the Lord Jesus Christ to come. Because he said in John chapter 3, As Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him would not perish, but have everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Jesus became, and so so to speak, Jesus became that very snake on the cross. The Bible says in Galatians 3.13 that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles in Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. But notice on the cross, Jesus became a curse. He fully absorbed the curse of the law on our behalf. We deserved judgment. We deserved pain. We deserved affliction. Amen. We deserved curse. And Jesus on the cross became that curse, amen. Cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Now we no longer have the curse. Now we're blessed, but how do we experience it? We look to that cross. We look to Jesus, amen. And that's what the children of Israel did in the wilderness there. They had sinned, they repented. God put, had Moses make a, a type of Christ to come, hold it up in the air, and everyone not just some everyone who looked they lived amen that's called healing in mass it was expected by god that everyone who heard that instruction that everyone who was bitten by a snake that they would turn from the pain and set their eyes on the the snake the brazen the the brass serpent held up on the pole He expected everyone to do it, and everyone who did it, they were healed, and they lived. Hallelujah. That's healing in Mass. A third uh, area of healing in Mass. Now, there are several examples, several instances. Um, For the sake of time, We're we're not going to cover all of them. But how about the ministry of Jesus? You talk about healing in Mass. Oh my, over and over and over again, we see it happening. But listen to this in Matthew chapter 8, verse 16. It says, and he, that's talking about Jesus, he cast out the spirits with a word and healed all who were sick. All means all, amen? On this occasion, now not at every single instance, but on this occasion, when the people believed and they accepted his ministry, the Bible says Jesus cast out the spirits with a word, and he healed all who were sick. Great multitude there. Luke's account of the same event says, When the sun was setting, all those who had any that were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. That's called healing in mass. Every single person. That reminds me. This has only happened once with me, but it's wonderful. It's glorious. I'll never forget several years ago, I was in the nation of South Sudan at a minister's conference. I was ministering, a leadership conference. We're doing a miracle crusade at night, festival, and then in the daytime, teaching leaders, pastors. And one of the main leaders came late. And he said, I'm sorry, Pastor, but my daughter's in the clinic. Suffering with cerebral malaria. I was like, oh, that's okay. It's okay, you're late. And actually, after I'm done teaching, do you want to go there and pray for her? He said, yeah, that'd be good. And so when we were done teaching, we went. The pastor, myself, my travel companion, and our translator. And we went. But to get to her, we had to pass... About 31 other babies. My heart was so moved with compassion. Because they were all crying. They were all in pain. They were all pressed and tormented. But I didn't know the protocol there in South Sudan. So I just, you know, I followed the pastor to his baby. And we laid hands on his baby in the name of Jesus. And expected, it to be, expected that child to be healed. Amen. But then when I was done, my translator, who happened to be a government official... He's, he announced, everybody listen to me. This is evangelist Mark Bowling, and he's going to pray for all of you, and you will be healed. And long story short, we ended up laying hands on every single baby in the name of Jesus. We broke the power of the devil, and we we left. We counted it done. And uh, we left, and uh, after the miracle festival for that week was over, we went to another town where we were doing another miracle festival and during the day we were sitting under a tree and my translator said brother mark i want you to know something he said a high percentage of the babies who are ever admitted into that clinic this is in Torit, sudan a high percentage of the babies who are admitted into that clinic never leave they die right there but i want you to know i've been in communication with the nurse and all of the babies have been discharged out of the hospital. Every single one of them were healed by, your, by the power of Almighty God. Hallelujah! My friend, that's called healing in Mass. Amen? That's the plan of God. Jesus is our example. Amen. And everywhere He went, there was great healing, there was great power. Listen to Matthew chapter 12, verse 15. And great multitudes followed him, and he healed them all. Did you hear that? Great multitudes, plural, followed him, and he healed them all. That's healing in mass. Listen to this one. Luke chapter 6, verse 17. And he came down with them and stood on a level place and with a crowd of his disciples and a great multitude of people from all Judea and Jerusalem from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon who came to hear him and be healed of their diseases that's very important they came to hear him see as you hear something's happening with you the bible says and the bible says in psalm he sent his word and it healed them psalm 107 he sent his word and healed them God's Word is seed, it has power, His life, His miracle life, His healing, His nature, His ability. And as you receive it, it comes into you and it produces what it is, life, health, strength, power. So they came to hear Him and be healed of their diseases, as well as those who were tormented with unclean spirits, and they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch Him. For power went out from Him and healed them all. Hallelujah. Amen. That's healing in Mass. And that is not every situation, or that is not every um, occasion in Jesus' ministry. There's several others, but for the sake of time, that's where we're going to leave it, right there. Amen. If you need healing in your body, right now is your moment in time. Healing and forgiveness... We'll do this with one prayer because the Bible says he himself bore Jesus on the cross. He himself bore our sins in his own body on the tree that we having died to sins might live for righteousness by whose stripes you were healed. When Jesus died for your sins, he also died for your diseases. Hallelujah. The double cure. Let me pray for you right now. Dear Father, in Jesus' name, say this after me. Dear Father God, I call on your name. I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. I believe he died on the cross for my sins and that he suffered my diseases. I believe that with all my heart. I believe you raised him up from the dead and he is alive right now. I confess with my mouth that Jesus is Lord. Jesus is the Son of God. He is my Savior. He is my healer. I am saved now. I am healed now. In Jesus' name. Amen. In the name of Jesus, my friend, I announce to you your sins are forgiven. I announce to you you're healed of disease right now. By His stripes, You were healed. Receive it now. It's yours. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. My friend, I hope this is a blessing to you. I hope these episodes are helping you. I know they are. I've heard, we've received reports of people being healed. People are feeding on this. They're using it on a regular basis for their devotions, for their orphanages, different things. Uh, Be blessed. Feed on this. God loves you. He has a plan for your life. Be blessed. Walk with Him today. And until next time, just feed on His Word. Feed on His Word. Let faith rise up in you. Victory is yours. Amen. God bless. Impact Today is made possible by the generous support of the friends and partners of Global Impact Ministries International.